Welcome back to the Tomatoito Boxing Show. And on today's episode, we're going to dive into a 130-pound fight that took place uh, just a few days back. And uh, man, that 130-pound division has been on fire as of late. And we have uh, more to come. Uh, We have uh, Oscar Valdez uh, fighting Liam Wilson, who ended up in that crazy back-and-forth firefight with uh, Vaquero Navarrete last year. Oscar Valdez is going to be fighting Liam Wilson now and taking on that challenge. And that's that's a tough fight for both of them. It's a, it's a you-pick-em type of fight. The long, lengthy, taller fighter in Liam Wilson, heavy-handed Liam Wilson against uh, more of the traditional style of boxer, sometimes boxer brawler in Oscar Valdez, but yet the more experienced fighter in Oscar Valdez. That's going to be a fun fight. And and then from there, you got the the champions all basically active. You got Lamont Roach, which recently uh, crowned himself as the champion. And then you have Vaquero Navarrete, who's going to be moving up and fighting Berenchik at 135 pounds for a vacant WBO title there. And uh, and he's still, apparently as of now, he's still holding his title at 130 pounds secure. And then another champion that's uh, that's going to be active is Joe Cordina. He's going to be fighting uh, Anthony Casacci. And his title, there was also stakes uh, these past few days for, for his title and, uh, and who the mandatory is going to be. Uh, knocking on his door, on Joe Cordina's door. And last but not least, the fight we're going to talk about today is Oshaki Foster against Abraham Supernova. Uh, and this is a fight where it could have very well, just on paper and knowing these two fighters, it could have, it could have very well turned out to be like a Jermaine Ortiz, Teofimo Lopez type fight, but it didn't. The fact that these are two fast-footed, fast-handed fighters, um, it could have lent itself to be either like the Teo Jermaine Ortiz or like the Shakur and Edwin de los Santos type fight. Yet the the styles contrasted themselves very well and they played out very well. A fan favorite style fight that these two fighters put on. A great show that they put on for the crowd. And you have Nova, Abraham Nova, who is an explosive, uh, quick-footed, fast-handed, heavy-handed fighter at that. And uh, with with very good boxing pedigree. And if you guys remember the last time that we saw Nova, I mean, we've seen him, obviously, he's he's on a two-fight win streak coming into this fight. But where we really got a notion of who Abraham Nova was and how he fought was in that back-and-forth firefight that he had with Robesi Ramirez back at 126 pounds. Prior to Robesi Ramirez becoming champion, he would go on to become champion a couple of fight, fights later against uh, Isaac Dogbe. But that was a fight where Nova, that's the first loss of Nova's career. And it's a fight where Robesi Ramirez also introduced himself into the boxing scene, into the into the, um, the homes, I guess, and became a, a household name with that victory over Abraham Nova as he stopped him in the fifth round. Abraham Nova is an explosive fighter, quick, agile, and and has good pop behind his, uh, behind his punching. Oshaki Foster is a very consistent fighter with good stamina, delivers very well, very accurate, very efficient, and takes the action to his fighters. If you remember Oshaki Foster, uh, this is the second or third time that he's been defending this title now. And 
he ended up winning the title against Ray Vargas. Ray Vargas, who's another champion at 126 pounds, a WBC champion at that, at 126 pounds, ended up moving up to 130, kind of like what Navarrete is doing right now, trying to become a, a double champ or a champ in the second division. Well, Ray Vargas dared to do that at 130 pounds when that title was vacated by Shakur Stevenson, moves up. Oshaki Foster happens to be his opponent, and it was a great fight where Oshaki Foster ended up basically uh, outpointing Ray Vargas throughout the fight and ended up crowning himself the WBC champ of the 130-pound division, a title that Oscar Valdez lifted from Miguel Burchelt by stopping him. Then we get Shakur Stevenson taking the title from Oscar Valdez, vacating and enter the era of Oshaki Foster. Since that fight with Ray Vargas, he would go on to defend it against Rocky Hernandez, which is a fight I was just mentioning, a fight in which it was so tight and so so heavily contested by both fighters where momentum shifted multiple times during that fight. And it came down to a crazy 12 round, which easily ended up nominating this fight for fight of the year uh, last year. Uh, this this fight took place uh, late October. Uh, it, it got nominated for fight of the year. If anything, the round got nominated, the last, uh, the 12 round got nominated for round of the year. Uh, crazy, crazy uh, ending to that fight where Oshaki Foster ends up pulling out the stoppage over Rocky Hernandez uh, and, and secures uh, secures his title, defends his title successfully. That was the first defense of the WBC belt. And this was his second defense against Abraham Nova. So Oshaki Foster gets the decision, gets the split decision win over Nova, a fight in which, like I said, the styles of these two fighters could have very well lent for a boring fight, for a dull fight. They could have canceled each other's abilities, yet they they showed up to fight. They showed up to box one another, outpoint one another, and fight. Abraham Nova took the fight to Oshaki Foster, and Oshaki Foster answered the call. The stamina, the consistency, the, the body of work that Oshaki Foster does is just, he's just a blue-collar style fighter where he continues to walk you down, and he's a very good counterpuncher as well. So he was having a lot of success with Abraham Nova whenever Abraham Nova would fight on the front foot and and lunge in or or initiate an attack Oshaki was able to counter him with great success and then he would he was able to take the fight to Abraham Nova throughout the entire fight pushing the pace pushing creating actually infiltrating the distance eliminating the 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 distance that Abraham Nova had anything that Abraham Nova was trying to generate Oshaki would move in on imposed the style, imposed the skills, and had Abraham Nova on the back foot throughout the fight. And whenever Nova would end up lunging in, his plan was basically falling apart, his game plan. He would lunge in, and Oshaki Foster also had answers for him. This is not to say that it was a one-sided fight. Not at all. If you saw the fight, if you didn't see the fight, go watch it. If you saw the fight... It was a great back and forth fight where both fighters were hitting each other and connecting on one another. But you could tell that Abraham Nova became frustrated throughout 
the fight and you will notice it on different spurts of the fight and Abraham Nova instead of having a consistent body of work like Oshaki Foster presented Abraham Nova would fight in spurts he would lunge in throw combinations four or five punch combinations three punch combinations and at times would end up landing power punches and successfully landing at that on Oshaki Foster whereas Oshaki Foster would continue uh, his pace he set the pace he maintained the rhythm and didn't let off didn't take his foot off the gas and if he got hit he was pushing the action to Abraham Nova and trying to get back get get those hits back and uh, and in the end it translated in a split decision win it was a tighter fight on the scorecards then maybe we saw we saw Abraham Nova trying to come back and and come on late but it was a little bit too little too late if you look at the CompuBox the CompuBox stats uh Oshaki Foster ended up landing uh an overall 139 punches at a 32% uh accuracy rate at a 429 so 139 of 429 punches 32% for Oshaki Foster whereas Abraham Nova ended up landing 122 till 17 punches less than Foster and threw a total of 701 punches he landed at a 17% accuracy rate that's what made for the entertaining fight where he was just throwing punches and bunches uh we just covered a, a an episode of just what was it an episode one or two episodes ago where I end up uh, covering the Jojo Diaz fight which also happened uh, a day prior to this fight taking place Jojo Diaz uh, against a Jesus Perez a, a a journeyman style fighter in Jesus Perez heavy-handed strong strong puncher who ended up throwing on the upside of 800 punches and that ended up catching the eye of Lou Moret, who ended up swaying the decision on the way of Jesus Perez basically by landslide and uh and it was the output that was judged and scored for Jesus Perez rather than the accuracy here we are again where this came down to a split decision and one of the judges had it for Nova and that judge could very well have been impressed by the output and the amount of punches that Abraham Nova um, threw at, at Oshaki Foster. Split decision win, Oshaki Foster defends his WBC title and uh, and something something of note, something that occurred during the fight which was commentated on and, uh, and then Oshaki Foster goes on to talk about it in the post-fight press conference or some post-fight interviews that I, that I saw. Oshaki Foster ends up uh, coming away with an injury where he has to go get it checked out his bicep was injured and that is that that happened in the round in round five of the fight as Oshaki ended up throwing an overhand right Abraham Nova came up with his left arm blocking high with his elbow sticking up in the air and Oshaki's bicep landed right on the elbow that also ended up causing problems for Oshaki Foster um, it was noted uh, by the commentators uh, of the fight and Oshaki Foster ends up talking about it as well in the post-fight interview where his bicep was injured and he couldn't he just couldn't let it go after that with the same with the same amount of uh, accuracy and the same amount of output that he had been unleashing that hand earlier in the fight so that ended up hindering him uh, another story of the fight was 
down the, the final stretch of the fight where Oshaki Foster ends up catching Abraham Nova. This was a story of, like we said, the, the outbursts, the, the, the speed and the power of Abraham Nova, the explosivity of Abraham Nova against the consistency and the steady body of work that Oshaki Foster presented. One thing that ended up uh, being very notable was the stamina. Stamina played a huge, a huge part in this. And you saw Abraham Nova start to get sloppy down the final stretch of the fight, even though he was lunging forward and trying to catch with that one home run punch, catch Oshaki with a, with a knockout punch. Oshaki stayed consistent, stayed calm, stayed the course, and the stamina ended up also being a huge factor uh, for Oshaki Foster having pulled off this victory. Oshaki Foster with the stamina successfully lands a sneaky left uppercut on Abraham Nova as Abraham Nova lunged forward. Both fighters found themselves parallel to the ropes. Oshaki ends up sneaking in his left uppercut amidst an exchange between the two fighters and drops Abraham Nova, to which Abraham Nova complains that it was a slip, that it wasn't a knockdown. And that knockdown, that 10-9, 10-8, could have very well been the difference in some of these judges. Actually, it looks like it was the difference since the fight was being scored so tightly by two of the three judges. He knocks down Abraham Nova down the final stretch of the fight, and then they have another exchange in which Abraham Nova, you could just see his legs just having left them. He was wobbly legged. He's uh he's stumbling all over the ring where he's visibly complaining and having outburst that he's slipping uh all over the ring yet it was a combination maybe there was some slippage maybe the ring was slippery and the canvas was slippery but more so than anything his legs were gone. His legs were gone and it's because of the way that he fights. He fights and bursts and and that that takes a lot of energy. The way that the the explosivity that Abraham Nova presents each and every fight spends a lot of energy. He expends a lot of energy, uh, and 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 of course it's going to exhaust him. He throws hard. He throws with a lot of power, and these are like sprints that he's doing, full force sprints every time that he's lunging a combination attack or initiating an attack on his opponents, where, of course, those speed bursts are going to be gassing him down a lengthy contested fight, such as the one that he found himself in against Oshaki Foster. In fights where he, shorter shorter fights, not championship fights, but in a 10-round fight or an 8-round fight, he's able to last. But this also happens to leave him exposed going forward, Abraham Nova needs to needs to address that because it also leaves him exposed and he could potentially run into another issue like uh like when he ran into Robesi Ramirez and got stopped in the fifth round. He exposes himself by being by attacking so wide. Wide punches, looping punches, overhand punches, and often finds himself exposed. And that's basically what was happening here, where we started seeing him just get frustrated, never really able to set his game plan in motion to find his rhythm. So he was just piecing the fight together as he went, found a lot of success in doing so, but he never really got to interrupt Oshaki's pace and rhythm. 
So therefore, he would resort to the speed burst and the explosivity and the overhand punches and the power punches. And even then, Oshaki continued to have uh, success by catching him on the front foot or initiating the attack and and forcing the forcing Nova to fight on his back foot. Again, Oshaki Foster defends his title for the second time. He's calling out for the winner of Oscar Valdez, Liam Wilson. Uh, he's also asking to fight Lamont Roach, who, who recently became a champion at 130 and lifted that title from Hector Garcia. He wants to fight with Navarrete, but understands that Navarrete is moving up to 135 or at least challenging for the, for the vacant 135 WBO title against Berinchik. So that leaves him with, in my opinion, Maybe Joe Cordina, but Joe Cordina's busy already. He's already got a dance partner uh, in Anthony Casacci, who's the IBO champion at, at 130. So that leaves him with, in my opinion, Lamont Roach. He could easily start negotiations if his bicep didn't suffer any major injury. He could definitely start negotiations with Lamont Roach. Remember, when we covered the Lamont Roach episode, uh, as he lifted the title from Hector Garcia and shocked the 130-pound division, he went into that fight as a free agent. He is no longer a golden boy boxer. So as a free agent, that fight will be fairly easy to make, especially now that Oshaki Foster is backed by Bob Arum in top rank. Leverage will be on his side as a champion, but I'm sure they'll be able to come to to decent terms with Lamont Roach where where he would be willing to uh, give it a shot at unifying uh, titles at 130 pounds. That would be an excellent fight. An excellent fight if we're able to get Oshaki Foster and Lamont Roach. Uh, meanwhile, while they wait for everything to, uh, for the dust to settle, whether Navarrete becomes champ at 135 and ends up vacating uh, and remains at 135, uh, and then to see what happens with uh, Oscar Valdez and Liam Wilson. See how that fight goes and, and who the bigger name would be. Obviously, Oshaki Foster is looking for a bigger purse, for a bigger payday and a bigger name on the resume. But he's got a solid resume already uh, to date. I mean, he's got names just in the last few fights, right? Ray Vargas, uh, Rocky Hernandez, Abraham Nova. Uh, Yakubov seems like he's going to be the mandatory. And that's a prior opponent of his. Uh, one that he defeated back in 2022. And he was an undefeated fighter at that time. And it looks like he might be the WBC mandatory uh, once again. Uh, Mohamed Yakubov. Uh, who else does he have? Miguel Roman in his resume. Uh, Jesus Bravo. I mean, he's got some great names to date. Rolando Chinea, who he actually lost a split decision to. Samuel Tea, he also has a loss to Samuel Tea. Um, that was early in his career in 2015. Great names, great body of work, great resume by Oshaki Foster. Let's push for Oshaki Foster, Lamont Roach. That will be uh, a great, great fan favorite style fight where both fighters have similar styles uh as as far as um as far as the way that they that they box it would be a matter of who's going to impose whose skills on the other uh similar to what we just saw with Abraham Nova Lamont Roach likes to take the fight to his opponents and we saw it against Hector Garcia he's not as refined of a boxer as Hector Garcia was but the power ended up paying off huge dividends for Lamont Roach in that fight uh and he possesses good pop for Oshaki Foster, same thing. He doesn't abandon his game plan. He sets the pace, sets a good rhythm for himself, and t- 
takes the action. He loves to fight. He loves to engage. He loves to get in there and mix it up and vary his attack, but very consistent, very accurate. And, and that would be a great fight where it would possibly be a fight of the year. I don't see that being a dull fight whatsoever. Lamont Roach is never uh, in any dull fights and neither is Shockey Foster. So that would be a great fight. So 130 pound division in full swing in full motion, and uh, and what an exciting fight that this was. Congratulations to Oshaki Foster. Uh, I've been following him since I first caught wind of him on Ring City USA, which was an NBC uh, show that had a short lifespan, and that's where I first saw him, and he fought Miguel Roman in that fight, and, and ever since then, I've been keeping track and keeping tabs on Oshaki Foster, and I'm excited to see where his career goes on from here. I think he'll probably have one or two fights at 130 pounds, hopefully big names, hopefully he unifies, and then more than likely we'll be seeing a migrate north to 135 pounds where that division is starting to build up once again now that we have Keyshawn Davis as one of the stronger contenders there. We have Lomachenko and Camboso still campaigning there. Uh, so that's going to be a fun one, uh, a fun division when Oshaki Foster ends up joining it, especially if Navarrete ends up going there. Uh, and beating Berinchek for that WBO title. Um, great, great fight. Oshaki Foster for Abraham Nova. Well, he's going to be a tough test for anybody. He's going to be a tough test for anybody, similar to like a Liam Wilson is right now. And he's he's willing, he's going to pull off an upset on anybody who shows up uh, not on their full, on their full guard. Abraham Nova is that good. That explosive, that good, with good pop. We've seen him in the past, and obviously this is the second loss of his career. But uh, he fell short on his on his title uh, on his title uh, attempt. But it doesn't mean that he won't be a champion. He's a really good boxer, really good fighter himself. And uh, Abraham Nova, hopefully, we get him into some good fights. He would be fun to see against Navarrete because of their styles, how explosive he is uh, versus a. And, Heavy-handed, heavy-handed fighter in Abraham Nova versus a heavy-handed puncher and, uh, in Navarrete. That would be a fun fight to see. Uh, so congrats to Oshaki Foster once again, the WBC champ, second defense of his WBC reign, and uh, can't wait to see him. Let's push for Lamont Roach and Oshaki Foster. I'll catch you guys all in the next episode, and thank you once again for tuning in and for, for all the love and support that, that you continue to send my way. Take care of yourselves. Have yourselves a good night.